The presidential motorcade has just passed through heavy crowds in downtown Dallas and was circling through the fringes of the business district when three shots suddenly rang out. Destroying the media lies and dismantling the narratives. One story at a time. It's the Adrian Slate Show. Oh my lord! We've got more variants! Man, the hits just keep on coming! This thing is going to variant itself into the cold, by the way. That's what coronaviruses do. But the fact that we varianted ourselves into lack of freedom, that we've allowed our variants to get the best of us so that we've just seeded over our uh, right to peaceably assemble, our right to have free speech to talk about the real data behind the scenes, the right to even uh, petition our government because we, you know we're going to go in front of the school board and they're just going to shut us down and not listen to us. Um, all of our rights are being just completely squashed. And then, of course, executive orders down the line that you know Joe Biden was signing like Brett Michaels signing boobs on a on a Saturday night at, you know, at the Roxy and then in the eighties. And then on top of that, they decide, yeah, to hell with your constitution. How about we do this? How about we just, yeah, we don't need to worry about it. We can go ahead and keep the moratorium on evictions out there so that, you know, if a renter isn't paying his rent to you, well, then you can turn around and not be able to evict them by federal edict. Yeah. They're going to tell you what to do with your property, and uh, they don't really have the constitutional authority to do that. But hey, who's working with the Constitution? All because of the variants. And we've got some great variants. I mean, you've got the Delta variant. You know, it comes up from Louisiana. Louisiana variant. Then you got the deadly Lambda variant. This is from the New York Post. This came out just recently. Um, the deadly Lambda variant could be neutralizing vaccines as the U.S. struggles to suppress the uh, rapidly advancing coronavirus Delta variant. New evidence has emerged that the latest Lambda mutation ravaging parts of South America won't be slowed by vaccines. This is the uh, uh, Bolsova. What's what's his name? Bolsovanor. I can't remember the guy's name from Brazil. This might be his variant, you know, because it's always going after the sovereigntists, those who really want to instill sovereignty in their own nation, those get hit with the variants the most. You know, that's how uh, this virus is so smart. It goes after communities of color. Uh, goes after those who seek to have their sovereignty. You know, if you're going to Brexit your way out of the European Union, oh, that variant's going to come down and kick your ass. Right, Boris Johnson? Right, Barney Rubble? Guy looks like Barney Rubble. He is the life, the, the life size equivalent of Barney Rubble. But um, yeah, in a twenty-eight, June, July twenty-eight report appearing on Bio R, I don't know what it is, but it's a health medical website, so it must be credible. It must be really credible. Um, where the study awaits peer review, it hasn't even been peer re reviewed, but yeah, we're going to go with it anyways. Prior to getting published, researchers in Japan are sounding the alarm of the C37 variant. That's, you know, if you want to be politically correct, you don't want to have any sort of Chinese linkage to whatever variant it is. You got to call it by its uh, clinical name, right? COVID-19 dubbed Lambda. It's proven just as 
virulent as the Delta, thanks to a similar mutation, making them even more contagious. The strain has been contained in 26 countries, including substantial outbreaks in Chile, Peru, Argentina, and Ecuador. Now, remember, in Chile, they are using the Chinese mRNA vaccination. Of course, it's not a vaccination because it's a therapeutic. It does not inoculate you. It does not make you immortal from the deadly coronavirus. It does not give you antibodies. All it does is initiate a spike protein to cause your protein in your cells to decide to fight. And a lot of times your immune system is susceptible to spreading the coronavirus, as we found out. So it doesn't even stop that. And yeah, you got to go back to wearing the mask because it doesn't matter. It's not going to stop you from getting it. So they lied to you about that too. But now we've got the Lambda variant. You know, the Lambda variant is coming up. And following that will be the Tuscaloosa variant. You know, gloom, despair, and agony on me. Gloom, despair, and agony on me. Deep, dark depression, excessive misery. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Gloom, despair, and agony on me. Oh, yeah. Hey, like a hey, like a hey, like a hey, like a hey. Come on. Come on with the hee-haw. You know what it's all about. But, um, yeah, these medical journals, they would never lie to you, would they? Especially if you're from a red state with a Republican governor. No, they wouldn't make fraudulent data up. From the UK Daily Mail, CDC admits it did overcount Florida's COVID cases. Agency revises down state's weekend numbers from 28,000 to 19,000, but offers no explanation after falsely claiming record infections. Oh, yeah, those uh, false claims that they uh, didn't really have any explanation for, it's because you have a governor who is actually taking measures as a leader should. See, DeSantis, when this whole thing started happening and states started shutting down, DeSantis shut down too. So let's not forget that. But where DeSantis showed leadership was, you know, in the beginning – there was a lot of unknowns. We didn't know what was going on with it. I had my suspicions from the day one because I'm skeptical like that. And if you listen to my podcast, you know that I was kind of going, ah, this isn't how we treat a virus, but we're doing it anyways, I guess. And when they broke it down, it, you know, it went from South by Southwest closing, Harvard closing, NBA closing, kids being sent home from colleges. Next thing you know, States were starting to shut down And then you had Target putting out 15 days to flatten the curve. We're all in this together, guys, you know, and and those commercials ran over and over and over and over. And the gaslighting was so thick, everybody bought into it because we still didn't know what we were dealing with. But then when data started coming back kind of odd and, you know, you could find bits and pieces of truth buried under the gaslighting and the BS of the mainstream media, that's when Ron DeSantis decided to mandate that the hospitals give the data directly to his office. And he assembled a team. I think um, uh, Scott, uh, what's his name, who joined the Trump administration there near the end, um, I think he jumped on board and uh, with his task force. And that's where you had the whole Rebecca Jones thing. Because Rebecca Jones was supposed to be the banana in the tailpipe, the cog in the wheel, the fly in the ointment, the crazy one, 
who was manipulating the data on the website. And then when she was fired for manipulating the data on the website, she uh, took the computers home that she was issued by her, her uh, public service uh, uh, organizations, you know, from their, their department. She took those home and started manipulating the data from afar. And that's when the police raided and she made a big deal about it. Now she's running against Matt Gates. And she's a nut. She's a loon. She's like that crazy girl that you dated years ago that was kind of hot. And then you were like, uh, you're freaking nuts. And you, I'm, uh, I'm going to drop your number. I'm going to burn your number. I don't want to have anything to do with you because you're crazy. And next thing you know, she's driving by your house at midnight, uh, going back and forth to make sure you're not going out with any other girls. And she takes the corpse of a dead raccoon and sticks it in your mailbox just to send you a message. This is Rebecca Jones. And Rebecca Jones ended up uh, really showing that she's certifiably insane, but she tried to be the one to go against DeSantis to be the face. She was going to be the, uh, what's the chick's name that was with uh, uh, Reality Winner, you know, or, or uh, one of those kind of, kind of people that you, they they get put as like, you know, a, a sweatnik kind of person, you know, she's the one who hooked up with Brett Kavanaugh, but never met Brett Kavanaugh, right? They use her as the pawn to discredit DeSantis. Well, she outed herself as being a, a loon and DeSantis led by the data. What you're supposed to do, lead by the data, make your decisions off the data, not what Fauci says, not what CDC uh, Walensky says. You know, she's the one out there talking about in uh, January. Oh, I have a feeling of impending doom. Apparently the impending doom was the uh, Delta variant and the Lambda, Lambda, Lambda variant. And coming soon, the Tuscaloosa variant. But she, uh, yeah, he decided she would try to mess up his track record and vilify him. And he was having none of that. Thank God. And the great thing about what he did it's something Trump couldn't have done. You know, I, I can go back and fault Trump for giving over his last year to, to Tony Fauci, but really they were giving him fraudulent information from the ground up. I don't think he thought those organizations were swampy enough to undermine their credibility as they did, but they did anyways, because we're going to get into the spiritual warfare aspect of all this because there's a bigger issue that we have to start being aware of. We have to start focusing through the worldview of Christianity to really get to the bottom of what's really going on with all this. And I'm not trying to become like a biblical scholar on you, but I think there's some weird things going. And there's some strange things that the Q people, the Q Anons out there, uh, claimed were happening that make you scratch your head and go, maybe some of what they said was on the money. You know, the holograms and the executions of Hillary Clinton at Gitmo, that's a little nutty. Um, the Chinese uh, firefights with our military in Canada, that's a little crazy, except for the fact that Justin Trudeau just announced that he was going to dissolve Parliament, um, which I didn't, I wasn't aware that he would be able to do that. Yeah, Justin Trudeau plans to ask Governor General of Canada to dissolve Parliament triggering a snap election. Now, I don't know what that means, but, um, you know, those kind of things that the QAnon people were talking about, the earthquakes from the crumbling child trafficking tunnels, um, that I don't know was happening, although there's some tunnel action we'll talk about too. But 
all of that being said, we have to look at the fact that there was two underlining things that have acted through this entire year. And one of them affected the Trump administration. Actually, two of them affected the Trump administration. Who would have thought the CDC would have been so compromised? But Trump made his decisions based on the crappy information he was getting from a compromised organization. DeSantis, and see, and those decisions wouldn't have really mattered if the way Trump made him, they would still politicize against him and say, well, see what he did, kill, you know, Trump lied, people died, that kind of BS. Because who would he be able to compare his leadership to? Sweden? Sweden did it the right way. We didn't. But, I mean, they would discount that. We compare it to Japan, who just had the entire uh, Olympic convention masked, sort of. You know, and if they got the gold medal and they wanted to be interviewed, they had the boom mic and they just pulled their mask off and talked. Or they threw their mask down in celebration if, they, uh, if a swimmer won. Those kind of things made me go, ah, what did the mask even do? It's all political theater. This is all theater. And those kind of things, um, Trump probably, you know, getting bad data made the decisions he did. It was, and his, is his country going to be, you know, stacked up against the, the reaction and the, and the success or the lack thereof of India and, and, and Israel? I don't know. But on a state by state level, and lockdowns and mask measures and taking away freedom, that could be judged. And DeSantis, operating off the data, he then was able to go, look, this is what my state did. Here's what these states did. I have the oldest population because they all go there to retire, and we're all out in the sun, and we're all swimming together. We're all at the beach. Um, we're all at the Orlando amusement parks. And somehow our... Infection deaths aren't nearly as high because right now they're going by cases because that really makes sense. Let's just find out how many people got the bug and that means all hell's breaking loose when they all survive it. Then that means absolutely nothing. But when you go by a state-by-state state basis and you've let off the data, you can kind of flex your muscles around and go, hey, look what I did. But the two spirits that I was talking about that are kind of biblical here is a spirit of fear which has gripped the entire nation, fear of dying, fear of getting infection, fear of just fear in general, making you hide in your house until a scientific pseudo vaccine is made that now won't even stand up against the Tuscaloosa Delta Lambda 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 variant. And then chaos, the chaos of CRT, critical race theory being implemented, the chaos of the LGBTQRS fluid gender i'm gender this one day gender that the other day i guess that doesn't mean you're born gay you're not born a lesbian because you can just the next day decide to be non-binary or maybe you want to be cis or two-spirit right you can float through whatever gender spectrum you want to be based on how you feel in the morning but the spirit of confusion with the george floyd riots and the chaos that confusion the confusion over elections and how they're handled, all of that is coming in to a spiritual aspect, an aspect that the QAnon people kind of touch on in certain things. And I think we may need to delve into that just a little bit. I'm Adrian Slade, back in a moment. This is Adrian Slade. 
All right, so this is amazing. Look at this from The Spectator, Australia. Most COVID patients at Israeli hospital fully vaccinated. What does this mean for Australia? Um, it's truly amazing. Israel has been held up as the gold standard of how to conduct the coronavirus rollout. It has seen approximately 70% of its population receive the jab. The Israelis have relied on the main uh, oh, in the main, on the Pfizer vaccine. However, recently, the country's prime minister stated that the Pfizer vaccine is significantly less effective against the so-called Delta variant. This follows on from a statement from last June by Rand Baltier, who leads an expert advisory panel for the Israeli government, in announcing that the country may end up in lockdown again. He and other officials said that 90% of the new cases were caused by the Delta variant. Now, an Israeli doctor has revealed a bombshell during a television interview. In the interview on August 5th with Israeli's Channel 13, Dr. Ko uh, Kobe Heviv, a medical director at the uh, Herzog Hospital in Jerusalem, stated that the majority of the coronavirus patients in an Israeli hospital are fully vaccinated, including those with severe disease. He further specified that 95% of the severe patients are vaccinated, adding that 85 to 90% of the hospitalizations uh, are in fully vaccinated people. And the hospital is opening more and more COVID wards. This has led him to conclude that the effectiveness of the vaccine is fading out. Of the 72 hospitalized COVID-19 patients, 25 patients were in critical condition, 38 in moderate condition, and nine were in mild condition. There are two deaths reported at the time of the interview. Data from the Israeli Minister of Health released on July 22nd declared that the effectiveness of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine at pre preventing COVID-19 has plummeted from 90% to 39%, coinciding with the spread of the Delta virus in the country. All this begs the significant question as far as Australia is concerned. After National Cabinet on July 30th, um, Prime Minister Scott Morrison announced that there will be special rules for people who are vaccinated because they present less of a public health risk. However, in the light of the above, why are our politicians and health officials insisting on this rhetoric and that vaccinations are way out of those Delta-induced lockdowns when evidence is mounting to the contrary? Um, yeah, that's the problem. This is why, you know, I go back to what I was talking about with the spirit of fear. And, you know, we have to discern between what fear is causing us to stop our lives, to lock down, to hide out until some man-made cure of a vaccine is created. Or do we do what is considered fearful but not really and just have caution? There's a difference between fear and caution. You can be cautious and take measures, washing your hands, vitamin D, zinc. Uh, you know, you can make sure that you're on a good workout regimen, which I kind of need to get back on. Um, you can also make sure that you're taking measures as far as, you know, if it makes you feel good to wear a friggin' mask, I can disprove the mask all day long. But whatever the case would be, that's being cautious. Being fearful is to say, well, I can't go see my parents on Thanksgiving because I might die. I can't have my kid go to school because they might get coughed on and die. I can't go to my 
mom's funeral because I might die. But the Obamas <laughs> with Jay-Z, they can all go hang out. And in fact, they can hang out on Martha's Vineyard. They can party down with no mask on and they can even spark it up with some sticky icky, some presidential sticky bud, right? Yeah. Oh, this is presidential, presidential. Man, what you doing? Done a lot of things before. Never smoked at the president's crib. Oh yeah, they were blazing up. <laughs> they want to get lifted. It's like a like you know half baked. I want to talk to Samson. Fly me to the moon like that bitch Alice Crampton. Cause it's hard being black and gifted. Sometimes you got to throw it all down and get lifted, right? <laughs> so um, apparently, from that same party in New England, law enforcement officials. Uh, we're saying that three DUI arrests were squashed. Guests leaving the Obama party were just rolling on out. Also, local cops privately saying they'd never seen the influx of illegal narcotics to Martha's Vineyard like they did leading up to the event. Not to mention, you come to find out that they're seeing an uptick in coronavirus uh, spikes. The Delta variant is hitting them out there in Martha's Vineyard. But, you know, that's what I'm talking about, spirit of fear. We're going to operate in such a way that we're going to stop our lives and not go to church, uh, not attend weddings, not even have a wedding, while the elites are running around taking trips to timeshares, you know, hanging out at the oceanfront or in beach houses in other states, governors from other states having big old parties, maybe going to events like Lollapalooza. Oh, well, they checked their ver their vaccine passport. They checked their mark of the beast, which we'll get into that here in a minute. Um, there is some kind of weird uh, uh, things about the push for mandatory passports, which is starting to bleed all over New York and, uh, and, and the mark, you know, but that's a whole nother thing. But you know, the fact that they allowed all those people in and all they did was show up, you know, flash a little piece of paper. Nobody even stopped to analyze it or read it. And they let them all in. Big, big event that Lori Lightfoot decided, oh, I'm not going to put my coronavirus curfew and, uh, and mask mandate measures in place until after the event's over. Once Perry Farrell and the Jane's Addiction and everybody else leaves town, then we'll go ahead and put those measures into play. Um, but the fact that the vaccinated are actually coming down with COVID and they're spreading it. We talked about that on a podcast earlier. It's amazing. But we also have to look at the fact that faith in man isn't going to be what saves us. And it goes back to what I was talking about, spirit of fear. So we were talking about spirit of fear, talking about living our lives, either being cautious, which is common sense, and still having our faith, or just being completely crippled and thinking, well, if I die, there is no afterlife. So I'm going to preserve the only life that I have for me right now. See, that's the difference is those with faith know that if they come down to and are stricken with coronavirus to the point of death, well, there's something greater thereafter. Not for the pagans, not for those worshiping Baal or Gaia 
you know, Gaia, the worship of the earth, the worship of climate change, not those worshiping Moloch, those who are sacrificing children, such as they do with abortions, those who worship Baal and all the pagan gods and things. I mean, they're talking about naming future coronavirus variants after constellations, which most constellations were named after Greek gods. Where do those Greek gods come from? Baal, all right? Something biblical about a lot of this, okay? And I'm, I'm going to at least pull some of this stuff into the light because I know some people will scoff at it and go, ah, you're reading too far into it. But I think that there is, you know, a reason why when you have a president come into power, he is Samson, not Nebuchadnezzar, not King David. He was brought in like, you know, somebody that's going to break the pillars of the establishment down and swing the jawbone of an ass around and knock things out, but at the same time protect pro-life groups, protect uh, sanctity of life, protect traditional values that were built on, you know, God-given uh, natural rights, and he's upholding those, and he's also allowing those of faith to come in and intercede and have, you know, intercession and prayer with God on behalf of the nation, why all of that was going on and people were freaking out in the streets, melting down like little demons. There's something to that, all right? I mean, you know, Triglypuff melting down and crying and you've got all these crazy people acting out in, in bizarre ways. The only thing that could be ex explained for it is some sort of spiritual warfare. Or maybe they're like, you know, the crowd outside of Lot's house. Remember, there was all the people that were sexually perverse and they were all out there. They see the angels come in to uh, talk to Lot and they go knocking on the door because they want the angels come out so they can have their way with them. And then Lot gives up his daughters. Um, but this is before Sodom and Gomorrah is destroyed. See, the, this is the thing we're running into parallels to biblical precedents and we're seeing them play out and in with new technology and through new eyes. And what we have to look at is uh, spirit of fear, spirit of chaos and confusion. All of that's in play. Um, but at the same time, you have to be cautious because, you know, it's like the story that somebody said the other day. It's one thing to say, well, you know, I don't have the spirit of fear, so I'm not even going to worry about this coronavirus at all. Well, you know, it's the same as the guy who said, you know, because I'm trusting in God. So the same guy says, oh, well, you know, I don't need to put my money in a 401k because I'm trusting in God with my retirement. Well, maybe God's telling you, put your money in 401k, right? So we have to know where this is coming from. But at the same time, when you're seeing this crazy pagan worship of Dr. Anthony Fauci as some sort of God and the vaccine is something that they sing praise and worship to and TikTok videos and little social media songs and ditties that, you know, I got the jab and they're all dancing in the street. Um, there's something bizarre about that. And I think we really need to look into it from biblical eyes and see some of the stuff that's going on around us that some of the QAnon people are touching on that are very, I don't know, they, some of the things they're talking about, there's some of these things happening, and, you know, they, QAnon people believe that this is a spiritual fight, 
they just take it to a level that's just beyond what I could really wrap my head around. But there's little nuggets of truth because all conspiracy theory is based on some truth, just like all good comedy has to be based on nuggets of truth for it to be funny. All good conspiracy theories have to have little, you know, tiny bits and pieces of a foundation of truth so that the conspiracy theory can be plausible, right? And I think we need to look at these things pretty closely. So we're going to go down a list of certain things that the QAnon people believe is a part of the spiritual warfare of restoring America to where it's supposed to be. And some of the things that I see through the news and in modern culture and society and uh, everyday news stories that go, hmm, maybe they got it right here. They may not be 100%. They may be a little crazy over the top. They may be reading messages from drops backwards or whatever the case may be that they think some Intel guys putting out. But maybe there is an elites, a, a group of elites, a cabal of elites who like having sex with kids. Maybe there is a group of elites who uh, want to reshape the world into the Great Reset. I don't know. And really, full disclosure, I was going to try to cover a lot of these things in this podcast because there is a, a disturbing level of pedophilia within our elected officials, uh, within our elites, within corporations. It, it's really incredible, which makes me go, hmm. You know, when you start thinking about when they go, well, you know, the Q people are crazy. They're about this uh, cabal. They say there's a cabal of elites that are that are uh, pedophiles. Well, uh, let's see. We just had an Arizona state senator. He's a younger guy, but yeah, he got busted. Uh, sex with a minor, with a boy. Yeah, it's a lot of that going on. And a lot of the spillover into Antifa, which is the leftist in the, uh, the Great Reset's brown shirts, because they're allowed to just go punishing cities with impunity. They can burn crap down. They can riot and they'll get let out by the district attorneys and the uh, attorneys general that uh, Soros helped fund and put into power for that specific reason. But we're going to do a part two to this show to where I get into the nit and gritty with that, because there's some interesting articles and some ties that you go, hmm, is there? In fact, one of the articles is from The Federalist, and it says there is a pedophilia problem with the left. That's <laughs> pretty insane. So we're going to add that aspect as a part two to this episode. But the lying and the use of misinformation and the destruction of our institutions in order to maintain or inject further grips on power is biblical in and of itself. You know, when they talk about, I don't want to get into the mark of the beast too much. You know, I don't want to get into the whole uh, end times, but they say that, first off, the beast isn't some giant monster comes out of the sea. The beast is actually translated as the world empires. So they say there's a beast with seven heads. Well, they, they're talking about the Roman Empire. They're talking about the British Empire. They're talking about, well, I, they're alluding to some great nation. Could be America. Could be the global union, because that's prophesied as well. That's supposed to happen regardless. Seems like we're heading towards that. But the horns of the beast were the elected officials, the leaders, the kings, the presidents, the prime ministers, what have you. 
Um, now, if they're going to demand vaccination passports, when we're clearly seeing these vaccinations aren't working as they are supposed to. I mean, look at these stories here. 27 people aboard almost fully vaccinated cruise ship test positive for coronavirus. From the Daily Caller, aboard an almost fully vaccinated Carnival cruise ship, 27 people tested positive for COVID-19 just before arriving in Belize City, according to the Belize Tourism Board. While crew members were 99.8% vaccinated, 26 of the positive cases among them were from vaccinated individuals. One passenger tested positive as well, and 96.5% of the guests have received the shot. Those who tested positive for COVID-19 will remain in isolation and have experienced mild symptoms or are asymptomatic. Quote, the team at Carnival noted that all positive cases have been isolated and contact tracing has ended with no additional positive cases found. But they're going to demand passports for you. So you're not going to be able to travel. You're not, maybe you won't be able to shop. Maybe you won't be able to buy anything. Sounds Mark of the Beast-ish. Maybe they'll, you know, they're actually trying to pass something to allow you to go between states. Yeah, they're going to try to use the, I guess, the Commerce Clause. Who knows? But Biden's trying to, I mean, they're not watching, they're not following the Constitution. They've stopped doing that a long time ago. So quit thinking of that. They'll just get a judge to back whatever the hell they want. Says judge rules that whatever Biden did, even if it was unconstitutional, can stand that's how it works. You just get, you know, we are in the biblical times of American judges, not the, uh, not the Jewish judges. And, uh, you know, it's neat that we just have these, Jew, these judges now. We don't need a constitution. We just ask a judge and judges say, oh, boom, this is what I demand. It stands. Um, but they're looking at doing passports for people who are traveling between states. Now, I don't know how that infringes on states' rights because it does on every level. But they're not doing it with those coming across the border who are wearing no mask, who are just in piles. I mean, have you seen the pictures of these people crammed into buildings on top of each other? Some are shirtless. They're maskless, even though masks don't work. They're all confined in, in tight spaces, in tight quarters. A lot of them, they say 10% of the ones coming over have COVID-19. And then they put them in buses and eh, disperse them throughout the country. It's almost as as if everything they're doing is hoping to exacerbate COVID-19. And so then one wonders, will the ultimate push for control be to control your freedoms with some sort of passport, some sort of mark? And they marveled at the beast. We're supposed to marvel at the science, marvel at man's just uh, amazing abilities and marvel at the great empire of the new America, the United Nations States of Davos, the new global union. We're all going to marvel and look at the technology they have. Look at the great things they can do. And they can track you and make sure you're being a good citizen through, uh, through different social credit scores and ESG scores. You know, you're green because you're spending money in the right places and you're socially aware. And, you know, it's, it's really going to be ridiculous. But then when you read this, this is actually from journalofinfection.com. Infection-enhancing anti-SARS-CoV-2 antibodies recognize both the original Wuhan coronavirus and the Delta variants, a potential risk for mass vaccination. The highlights say infection-enhancing antibodies have been detected in symptomatic COVID-19. Antibody-dependent enhancement, ADE, 
is a potential concern for vaccines. So basically, these vaccines work counterintuitively with your immune system. In fact, there is a difference between perfect vaccinations and leaky vaccinations. Apparently, the leaky vaccinations are where they bind with you know the vaccine or whatever the spike protein binds with the coronavirus uh, you know molecules and enhances them um that's a concern especially when your immune system if you just naturally contract it can fight it off and you have years and years of protection but these mr mrna spike protein vaccinations they're therapeutics um, are working against. That's why you're seeing the rise in Israel. That's why you're hearing about the rise in vaccinated places, such as the Carnival cruise ship. Enhancing antibodies recognize both the Wuhan strain um, and the Delta variants, ADE, and of course, that's the antibody-dependent enhancement of Delta variants, is a potential risk for current vaccines. Vaccine formulations lacking ADE are suggested. So the vaccines that were taken aren't really recommended. Maybe try a traditional one. So on the next episode or the next coming episode, I'm going to try to do it in the next one. If you see one that's out of order and it's not a part two, just wait for the part two to this one, because it really kind of depends on when I get the information together. And I feel like it's good, solid and a cohesive collection of information to put into podcast form. I'm going to put that out. So we're going to get into more of the Q aspect of this push for power by the Great Reset outside of just weaponizing the virus into a means of total control. Uh, What are the other things that they get on the other side that the Q people are concerned about, like the pedophilia, like the uh, uh, murdering of kids, like the trafficking of individuals? I mean, all of that, there's financial sides, there's a lot to it. But the, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Q people are crazy. All right. Most of them are crazy. Um, but they've got little aspects of truth that I think we need to touch on to show they're not completely over the top. There is some truth to some of it. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker. Tune in, iHeart. You can also get it on your Roku channel, the streaming store. Go to it. Download the Adrian Slade Show. And uh, call us. Be on the show. 1-929-GO-GO-USA. That's 1-929-GO-GO-USA. God bless.